today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Coming up now, as you remember, uh, just prior to uh, the weekend, uh, the Prime Minister, Prime Minister Trudeau, was in town chatting with Mayor Fred Eisenberger. We're going to talk about that and, of course, uh, LRT and all things such. Mayor Fred Eisenberger is with us right now. Mayor, City of Hamilton, he's on the line now. Hello, Fred. How are you today? Just great, Scott. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to join us. We greatly appreciate that. We know that you're a busy guy and such. Uh, First of all, tell us about the meeting with the Prime Minister. How did that go? Uh, You know, it was wonderful to meet the uh, Prime Minister right in Hamilton. It's been a long time since we've had a Prime Minister come right to City Hall and meet with the Mayor, so I was delighted to to have the opportunity. And I want to thank uh, MP Bertina and Philomena Tassi for... uh, and, and you know, they, they said they had a hunger strike on to uh, make sure that the Prime Minister would come to Hamilton uh, sometime soon. So the hunger strike is over. And uh, you know what? He, he's such an easy guy to like and know and work with. I've met him uh, a number of times now, and uh, he's certainly uh, beyond friendly and very focused. So, you know, one of the hallmark uh, issues that uh, mayors across the country have been asking for and, and, and pining for is uh, an infrastructure program in partnership with municipalities. Uh, that um, that uh, is so important in terms of the future of the country. And, uh, you know, this Prime Minister uh, fully agrees that uh, as cities go, uh, so goes the country. If cities are doing well, the country is going to do well. And, uh, and hence we see, uh, you know, major uh, funding initiatives happening that uh, are, is going to be worked on in municipalities on our infrastructure deficit and our transit deficit that uh, I think is going to be not only good for employment, but good for the long-term health and well-being of our major cities. Uh, obviously, as you mentioned, uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, certainly a bridge builder, certainly a uh, the type of leader that brings sides together and has has been certainly uh, very vocal and with his actions going out and, and visiting various parts of the country, which, of course, we right. haven't seen in the past. How, how from a leadership standpoint at the municipal level, how does that bode with leaders, knowing that the prime minister will stop and chat with you? Well, it's it's incredibly important. Uh, you know, it's something that we were hoping the federal government would buy into. And I, I do recall that uh, back in the day, Prime Minister Paul Martin was really one of the first to talk about uh, a more direct relationship with uh, cities uh, across the country, largely because of the infrastructure deficits that we see and, uh, and the benefit that, that could accrue to the country as a whole if uh, we were to, able to partner between the municipality, the federal government, and, and the provincial government in a more fulsome way. So the fact that he's actually visiting with uh, municipal leaders, uh, you know, had a, had a brief visit with our council, I, I think uh, is, is a testament and a statement about the kind of relationship that uh, he believes is going to be important for the future of our country. And that is, you know, in, in some, some respects, very directly with municipalities, but also including our provincial partners that, uh, you know, this, this needs to be a three-government approach uh, to, uh, to dealing with some of our issues. And uh, certainly we're seeing... Seeing that uh, happening on the ground and uh, for real in terms of their funding commitments, and uh, I expect that before too long, a lot of this funding is going to roll out into cities like ours. So we just uh, sent out an agreement to uh, to partner with the federal government on a $65 million uh, transit uh, funding envelope that's going to improve our, our local public transit, our existing transit, and uh, reliability. 
And I think that's a, the beginning of, I think, a number of partnerships that uh, is going to help us get on top of our infrastructure. Uh, since we're talking about uh, transit, let's bring up LRT. Um, Mayor, I'm getting emails from listeners that said that you had promised a, a citizens panel on all of this, that they still don't feel that they have been asked whether they want an LRT or not. How do you respond to that? Well, look, I mean, I did set up a citizens panel uh, <clears throat> before the uh, the provincial government actually announced the uh, the funding, and uh, they, they were busy doing their work. They did come to a conclusion that uh, LRT was the best investment for the city of Hamilton going forward from a not only a transportation perspective, but from, from an economic development uh, uptake perspective. So that work was done, and, uh, you know, people can track back to uh, their recommendations, which really set out some goals in terms of how we achieve LRT. Uh, and uh, one of them was, uh, you know, direct communications, uh, making sure that we look after the uh, businesses that uh, that may or may not be impacted, uh, you know, into the future in terms of how, how it's all developed. I mean, a whole series of uh, seven recommendations that talk about uh, how to get the best value out of this uh, significant billion-dollar investment. So uh, we've run a number of elections on it. I was not shy about saying uh, during this last election that uh, I was fully supportive of LRT. Uh, as was, uh, you know, the uh, the second place uh, winner, uh, Brian McCaddy, and uh, there was an anti-candidate, if you recall, that uh, that thought we should be doing other things. That has now, in fact, and that was Brad Clark, who uh, you know popped into the office the other day and suggested that uh, he was fully on board now that uh, we have the funding. Uh, only a fool would stop stop that funding from going forward, and uh, that we need to marshal on and get this thing done. So uh, I think all the uh, all the political alignment is there. Every, virtually every uh, MP and MPP, save and except Mr. Hudak and uh, Mr. Bertina, have signed on to uh, this proposal. Uh, you know to, that that's the right thing to do for the city of Hamilton, both provincially and federal. <clears throat> so we have, uh, I mean, all the stars have lined up and. Uh, we are moving towards implementation, and you know, save and accept somebody moving, you know, moving something that says stop. Uh, we're going to keep going and fulfill this, uh, you know, very strategic and important investment for our city. Uh, as you know, uh, a couple of councillors looking for a referendum on this, and then really realized after uh, legalities uh, research that two thirds of council was needed for in order for this to happen, et cetera. Uh, and as a result, no referendum. Why? Why would this not have been discussed prior to even starting a referendum campaign? Any thoughts on that? Which the, the, the well, why you wouldn't look? At, why wouldn't you? You wouldn't look at the legal angles before some on council decided to actually, uh, you know, start a campaign on a referendum. Well, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I mean, it wasn't uh, wasn't my idea. It was uh, kind of thrown out there uh, uh, on a given uh, you know day through a newspaper article. So uh, you know, we followed up uh, immediately to make sure that we uh, we we understand the voting implications and what this may mean for. For uh, the uh, the implementation process that we're currently underway on, and the agreement that we've already signed with the province of Ontario, so I, I can't answer that question for you. But uh, one would think that uh, you, one would look at the implications before one leaps into a referendum question. Having said that, you know it's been ten years. This has been ten years in the making. I mean, there are there aren't too many elements of this that are unknown. Um, it, it is really unfair to uh, put this into a referendum category because there isn't a single sentence that you could put together that would provide people enough information and enough background like members of council have had for the past 10 years to, to help them make an informed decision. 
So, uh, you know, that's what we uh, elect people to do. Uh, we elect members of council and a mayor to, uh, to look in the best interest of the com- community as a whole and make decisions that uh, are forward-looking and positive and are going to have benefit, not only from an employment perspective, but from a transportation perspective, as well as an economic uplift perspective. And all of those elements are there on this particular project. That, that was the foundation of choosing LRT in the first place. So uh, that hasn't changed. And, uh, you know, a referendum question won't change those parameters either. And uh, it's really kind of patently unfair to throw that out there now after 10 years of review and research and about 60 different votes uh, that most members of council have all supported up until the announcement uh, to, to get this project, uh, you know, up, up and going. So uh, I think it's a little late in the game, and I think it's a little unfair to suggest and uh, and uh, obviously, by virtue of the legal advice, it's uh, very difficult to uh, to get into place now at this late date. Uh, last week, Councillor Whitehead wrote a letter to uh, the provincial government asking for clarity on the one billion dollars and how it to be spent. Your thoughts on that? Yeah, we we've had that clarity for quite some time. <clears throat> you know, the uh, the uh, uh, member of parliament, uh, member of provincial parliament, Ted McMeekin, who's the parliamentary assistant to the premier. Their offices are right next door to one another. Speaking on behalf of the premier, has cleared it up a number of times. This is a billion-dollar provincial investment, uh, design, build, own, operate LRT line for the city of Hamilton. This is not a billion dollars for some other project that we might want to think up. Uh, we asked for this billion-dollar LRT investment. We got it, 100% funded, unlike other communities like uh, Kitchener-Waterloo or Ottawa or Toronto that haven't had 100% funding. And uh, and if there's an overrun in, in the cost, uh, that, that is solely borne by the province of Ontario through Metrolink. So, uh, you know, those answers have been there for quite some time. I'm not sure why we keep asking the same questions over and over again and then expecting a different answer. Uh, I think uh, someone said that that was the definition of insanity. Uh, I don't think anyone's insane here, but I, I think we do understand that uh, these are these are already resolved issues, don't need to be revisited again. It's been confirmed on a number of different occasions, and uh, it's clear uh, this is a, a billion LRT funding. If we choose not to go down this road uh, for for some reason or another, we we do what Brampton's now doing, which is you start all over again and you reapply for funding and you reapply for a project. And right now, I think Brantford believes they're set back about ten years. Uh, where does this letter leave the discussion? Uh, will th- will they provide more clarity? Do they need to do that? Uh, does having a letter like this actually provide less clarity as far as they're sta- uh, concerned? I-, I think it confuses the public and uh, leads them to believe that these are these are questions that haven't been answered. They have been. And, uh, you know, if I were the, uh, the province of Ontario, I think I would just reiterate uh, verbally, uh, as they have done in the past, exactly the uh, message that I just delivered to you in terms of their answers, and uh, leave it at that. Uh, do you think this is the last we've heard of this, Mayor? Do you think it is now just full steam ahead and, of course, uh, doing the consultation processes as need be and we move forward? Or do you think that, you know, until a shovel is in the ground and this thing is going uh, down, that you're going to continue to see this sort of thing? Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, these are these are you know transformative projects that are complicated and challenging and uh, and do change the dynamic of the city. There's no question about that. Uh, I believe, firmly believe, as most uh, uh, members of council do, that this is transformative in a positive way, and that it will lead to uh, you know significant benefits in terms of economic uplift and renewal. 
that uh, far outweigh the uh, the upset, uh, you know, over that the short period of time that it takes to get it developed. So, but it's uh, as I said many times, this is going to be a roller coaster. Uh, all of the communities that have gone through this, uh, it, it's never an easy process. Uh, there'll be issues that come up that will have to be overcome. Uh, we will never have all of the information. We didn't have all of the information when we launched into the expressway development. Uh, right now, we don't have all the information as we launch into a $80 million waterfront redevelopment. And so uh, you, 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 you base your decisions on the best information you have at this moment in time, determine if it's good over, over time for the, the, the well-being of our city, and you move forward. I suspect there'll be other hurdles along the way, and we'll deal with them as they come up. Well said. Mayor Fred Eisenberger is with us, City of Hamilton on LRT, and of course his meeting with Prime Minister Trudeau. Mayor, as always, thanks for the time. Much appreciated. Thank you, Scott. Have a great day. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.